people, 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 good morning, good morning, good morning, you know who it is, Arsenio Buck reporting live again from Bangkok, guys, welcome back to another live episode of the Arsenio Buck Show, man, it's good to be back, it's good to be had, it's good to be, it's good to be everything, man, I am grateful this wonderful Friday morning, and not because it's Friday, because, well, I get another opportunity to use my voice for something very, very important for all of you out there in the world. Now, you guys have followed me for some of these books, okay, for a very long time. The Napoleon Hill, the Lisa Nichols, a little bit of Tony Robbins, a little bit of Stephen Covey, a little bit of Tim Ferriss, a little bit of everything. And I'm so grateful to have all of you guys along, as, as I always say. Uh, but we have reached another pinnacle moment in the series. Now, in terms, of course, of finishing up Lisa Nichols' book and the Dell Carnegie How to Wor- How to Stop Worrying and Start Living, that full book review. Now we are on our third full book review, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dell Carnegie. We've reached the end, people. This book deals a lot with how you communicate with individuals. Very, very important for a lot of people out there in the world who are looking to make a stamp. And looking to improve their people skills, their self-confidence, their self-esteem. How to become a great conversationalist. Being welcomed everywhere. Not trying to get in arguments. I'm going to cover all of this today. So, here we go, guys. Now, I'm just going to take out, you know, a couple of chapters that I felt that were the best in the book versus others. And so, I'm going to do this with the first one. Do this and you'll be welcomed anywhere. Now, I only took out some excerpts. Of course, this is also available on the blog, thearseniobuckshow.com. So if you guys want to check out that blog and you guys could look at some of the certain podcasts I did for particular ones, not just one where I'm doing this in bulk, you guys could do that too. So The Arsenio Buck Show, just as you guys see it on any other platform, put that in, .com. You're going to see the blog up. You're going to see me write a couple of excerpts, and I'm going to have each individual podcast for each one for you guys to listen to. If you find that one or two, maybe three, maybe four, are very, very important. So, do this and you'll be welcome everywhere. If you want to make friends, you need to greet them with enthusiasm. See, too many people often just say, hello, how you doing? Have you ever heard someone pick up the phone and they're just like, hello? Like they just don't give a damn? Have you ever heard people say, hello? Sounds like they're smiling, right? See, you could do this both in business and at home. If you just have a general interest in other people's lives like you give a damn and you're a great listener, an empathic listener, people are going to want to be around you in general. Appreciate the staff. Appreciate the people who you are with. Go into work. Now, of course, now, Am I practicing what I'm preaching? No, because I'm not going to go into work and say, hey, thank you for everything. No, I'm going to go in there and say, thank you for your time. Uh, it's time for me to go. Those are my last words, you know, and that's going to be coming real soon. But anyways, that's another story. So I'm saying for the people who actually do a lot for you, if you look at the CEO of companies, if you look at the Ray Dalios, the uh, what is it, Jeff Bezos, you look at. Other people around, you know, who are CEOs and Jack Ma and all these other, do they actually go in, and of course Tim Cook, do they actually go in to all the places who create their product? No, of course not Jeff or Ray Dalio. I'm talking about like the Tim Cooks. 
the CEO of Nike, the CEO of Under Armour, do they go into the factories where people are working as, you know, basically working 16-hour shifts with probably a 30-minute break? Do they go there and say, hey, thank you so much for doing this for me? No, of course not. Of course not. That's one of the biggest problems. See, if you could do that and if you could develop close relationships with people, such as what I'm going to be doing in terms of what's going to be happening in my life next year, I always, I always, and especially the people who I delegate my tasks to in terms of, you know, ironing, I mean, washing and ironing my clothes, I always go to her and I always greet her with the Sawadee cup. And I always ask her how she's doing. Always ask her. I don't walk over there and say, hi. No, of course not. Because she gave me the great service to even do something. To do something that I really don't want to do. Very, very important. Especially for a lot of... Man, there's dust everywhere. I don't know what's going on. But very, very important for a lot of people who are out there. Who do not give much grace to individuals who actually take their hat off for you. Very, very important. Okay? Now, the big secret with dealing with people. Okay? Again, this also shows grace. And I wrote a little excerpt right out of Dale Carnegie's book. Let me read this out. The next time you enjoy a filet mignon, which is also known as a piece of steak, at the club or at a bar or at wherever you are, send word to the chef that it was excellently prepared. And when a tired salesperson shows you unusual courtesy, please mention it. You see what I mean? So if a salesperson comes up to you and says, hello, be like, you know what? Can you tell the chef back there that they did a wonderful job on this? See, I remember I was just, just about, what, seven months ago, I was just at a restaurant where these, I guess you could say, quote-unquote, high-so, remember the material mask, we're coming up on it tomorrow. But the high-so tie, okay, they went on to say, oh, oh my God, the steak is too salty, the steak is too this, too that, too that. We have, well, now nah, I wouldn't say we, but they have a tendency of complaining and bitching about every little single thing. Instead of saying, you know what, this steak was perfectly prepared, and if he... And, and, and if he just puts just a little bit less seasoning on it, it would be one of the most perfect steaks I've ever had in my life. Boom! You see what I mean, man? This is how you win people. People, do you understand? Try leaving a friendly trail of little sparks of gratitude on your daily trips. You'll be surprised how they will set small flames of friendship that will be... You know, that will rise like beacons. That's what he puts in his book. You know what I mean? Just saying thank you. That, that's what I love so much about America. We'll live it in Las Vegas because every time I got off the bus or every time someone got off the bus, there was always at least one individual that would say thank you to the bus driver. That's all you got to do. Now, am I going to do that here in Thailand? Difficult. Difficult. Very difficult. Guys, I'm going to be honest. It's very, very difficult. But I should. And I will. You know, there's a lot of different bus services out here. There's one where he's just very, very erratic. There's one bus number. Let's just say bus number 39. Very, very erratic. They're swerving and swiving and swerving all over the goddamn road. I'm not going to say thank you to them, okay? Sorry. But for the ones who do do a great job, I'm going to say cup and cup. And he's going to look at me like, what the hell? Why did you say thank you? Because you drove me to my destination. It's, all, it's, that, it's not that difficult, guys. When we are engaged in thinking about some definite problem we usually spend about 95 percent of our time thinking about ourselves all the time see this is why i told you guys how you could get over depression in 14 days 
if we stop thinking about ourselves for a while and begin to think of the other people's good points, we won't have to resort to flattery so cheap and false that it can be spotted probably a mile away. We don't have to do that. Because a lot of people, have you ever said, have you ever seen people say, "Uh, thank you, and they really don't mean it? See, that's insincere flattery. I'm talking about going up to someone and saying, thank you. See, you hear the tone? Thank you. Thank you. Do you understand what I'm saying? This could help. And you know what? You can make someone's day. I kid you not. So, how to interest people? Obviously, being interested in what they got to say. So one time Dale Carnegie was sitting at a dinner and this guy went on to speak and Dale Carnegie was just asking excellent follow-up questions such as, uh, what is it? One of the teachers that I actually work with, I know I don't say much about them, uh, but there is one teacher that I'd speak to and he asks probably some of the best follow-up questions I've ever heard because it just seems like he's so engaged in what I have to say. I don't know what was his previous life. I don't know what he used to do in his previous life, but That's the type of listening skills people need to develop. And especially, remember I told you about empathic listening just recently. You don't want to just go, uh, yeah, yeah, wow, interested. Such is what I kind of do sometimes when I'm just completely not interested. Got to get over that. Become more interested in what people have got to say. How to make people like you instantly. Well, you know what? When someone's having a bad day, you could change it. You can change it. If someone, you know what? This is what I do, especially at stores here in Thailand. If there's someone just complaining, 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 or they're really saying some bad things to, you know, an individual, I go up to the person after that, and she still has that same face, and I say, hello. Of course, in Thai, I say, somebody cup. And she's just, you know, she smiles. It's hard for her to smile, but then I comment on her. I give her a little bit of praise. I give her a compliment. I say, oh, my God, I love your hair. And no, I don't say that insincerely. I say that with sincerity. I say, your hair is beautiful today. Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> I do, I do, I do. I actually do say that. Because the thing is, this whole culture thing, I just don't understand it. So I'm just going to break all the cultural rules. Oh, Jesus. And then she says no. And I, you know, I say, and I point at myself. I say, you want me as a boyfriend? And she starts laughing. Boom. See, she just broke away. From what just happened two minutes prior from a, you know, another high soul person bitching and whining and groping and blah, 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 and all that. Girl, uh, he's gone. Why? Because I said, hey, do you have a boyfriend? She said, no. I said, do you want me? And I pointed at myself. I said, do you want me as a boyfriend? And she starts laughing. She blushes. She turns red. I made her day. That's all you could do. You, I can make people like me instantly, guys. And I'm not, I'm not serious. Unless she wants to be serious. <laughs> but I'm not serious about it. I just want to make them smile and laugh, and anyone can do that. Remember the Porta Sub story I told you guys about that happened, occurred about 10 years ago? Wow, you know, we walked into a shop, and next thing you know, there was this crazy, well, I wouldn't even say crazy, but she was mentally ill. Uh, We didn't know she was mentally ill. We thought she was just very, very angry with herself. And next thing you know, she started slamming stuff, and then she slammed the door, and she left the sandwich shop, right? So I'm looking at the reflection in the mirror, or, well, you know, in the little, you, you know, the glass, basically, you know, the fiberglass with, you know, the salad and all that stuff on the other side. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at what's happening behind me. Of course, this other kid named Brian is just completely staring at it. And I smack him on the chest. I say, boy, get your ass with me. Look for it. What the hell's wrong with you? Don't stare at people when they're having an episode. And so next thing you know, when she left, 
she heard us talking about it, the lady that was fixing our sandwich. And she's like, you know what? That lady's very mentally ill, you guys. That is really fu-. She actually dropped the F-bomb. Now, in America, you could get fired for dropping the F-bomb, but she was very angry. She's like, that's very effed up. But we weren't making fun of her. We were just trying to figure out the story. And instantly, instantaneously, my man named Rocky, he completely changed the atmosphere by looking at the guy by the name of Daniel who actually made the comment to begin with and say, out of all things, why would you go after her fashion? And the girl on the other side, the one that was fixing the sandwich, she erupted into laughter. And for the next probably three, four, five minutes, there were about six of us that were absolutely in tears laughing about the entire situation. Not about the person, but we were actually laughing at, we put, we focused all the attention on the, uh, the Filipino kid that actually made the comment. Guys, I mean, this could happen. That's the most beautiful part. Oh my God, this dust is everywhere. I swear to God. Uh, and that's the most beautiful part about life. You could change. The way you could change emotions really, really fast. I could make people go from angry to make people laugh instantly. Maybe because I have that little, I you know, my boss would say I have the gift of the gab. I don't know what that means, but that's like a New Zealand saying, uh, a Kiwi saying. But the just being able to compliment someone when they're having a bad day. That someone's always going to remember you, especially if it comes after. Uh, 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 a very, a very, uh, what is it? A very loud and boisterous and arrogant and ignorant human being that's standing at the counter complaining about a lot of different things. When that person leaves, you could, you could literally say, when that person's leaving, you could say, bye. And then everyone will probably laugh. But of course, don't say that in America because they'll probably shoot you. But here in Thailand, I'm like, bye-bye. You know, because they're not going to look back and they're not going to do anything to me because they're scared of me already. Because Oz is black. You know what I'm saying? So, ah, don't do that, okay? Only only I can do that. All right, so here we go. Moving on to the next one. You're not going to be able to win an argument, all right? My nose sucks right now. Okay, here we go. You're not going to, let me, let me repeat that. You're not going to be able to win an argument. So remember, just two weeks ago, I went on a nice little trip to a place called Kanjanaburi, which is basically about three hours west of Bangkok. And as we were going home, there was this particular person, my purposeful relationship, if you guys scroll down just a little bit more, uh, probably about 30 episodes, is a girl by the name of Zern. And at that time, I thought Zern had come into my life for a reason, as she did, but she left on that very night we were driving back. Why? Because she complained, 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 complained. And it didn't matter what I said. It was all, she was only going to believe what she was saying. And that's one of the biggest problems. Oh my God, my nose. All right, I'm all right. So, oh my God, I'm all over the place. So, she complained about the littlest things, right? We're talking about if there are three pieces of luggage, she wants me to carry all three. If she offers to carry one, next thing you know, I'm going to be in terms of being selfish and I'm too independent because I didn't carry all three. Those little things that we didn't even come to, re- we didn't even, we weren't even able to come to rest on it either. I didn't even say, okay, let me just do this from now on. And she would have been like, okay, I understand. Okay, sorry for doing this. Sorry for doing that. Nope. She just kept going, ba 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 ba. You didn't carry my purse. You didn't carry this. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. You didn't hold my hand. You didn't do it. It was the littlest, dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. And there was no way I was going to win that goddamn argument. So 
When I actually left in the morning that Monday, I knew I was never going to see her again because there was just no way you could win a human being like that who's just so ungrateful. You see what I mean? Now, am I electing all of you guys to freaking break up the relationships with your significant others? No. You're going to have to come into agreement instead of argument because what happens if you lose it, you lose it. If you win it, you lose it. Why? Well, suppose you triumph over the other person. That person's self-esteem and confidence goes completely down. You feel great. He feels inferior. She feels inferior. You have hurt his or her pride. He will resent your triumph, and it will continue on and on and on. This is just like my brother. I told you guys so many times about my brother and I. There was no way I was going to be able to beat him in an argument because when he argues, he gets louder, louder, louder until he reaches that belligerent mode, which basically means he wants to fight because there's no other way. There's no other way because he doesn't believe in the war of words. He doesn't believe in, you know, just sitting sit down and saying, okay, this happened, this happened, this happened. What can we do now? Okay, cool. High five. No, he says, no, God damn it, I'm right. No, you better say something. Get you, shut up, shut up. And he just gets really belligerent, you know. He starts bolting up his fist like he wants to just fight everyone. And, ah, there's nothing I can do. So what I do, I just sit there and I say, are you done? No, I can't say, are you done? Because then he'll just jump on me and start, like, flying. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Uh, but I just sit there and I say, nothing. <laughs> I just let him scream. And then when he's done, I'm like, okay, go upstairs. And then I say, oh, my God, what an episode that was. Yes, anger problems. Probably got it from, you know, a couple other people. But anyways, yeah. So uh, there's got to be a better way. Again, if you guys want to hear that complete podcast, it's on the blog that I'm going to be posted directly after this episode. <clears throat> now, safety valve and handling complaints. Now, most people try to win others by their way of thinking. Right? So, what they do by that is by talking, 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 talking. You're going to have to let the other individuals talk themselves out of it. So, when you're dealing with the complaint, just let them talk and ask follow-up questions. Like, in this podcast, there was an excellent story with Dell Carnegie. He went to a gate to whereas he was selling some kind of plywood or lumberwood, something to these gentlemen. And they were so angry. Two of them standing at the front of the gate. Fists were balled up and they were ready to fight. And so he said, can you show me the wood? And so the man started taking out all the wood. And Dale Carnegie, he just kept asking the question. Just ask the question, ask the question, ask the question, ask the question. And until the person realized that those complaints were all based on him. He completely messed up. You see, that's how you can do it. Pay attention to what they're saying. Ask follow-up questions and do not be sarcastic whatsoever. So, of course, if, uh, if you're working at a customer sales rep and someone comes in, their phone's broken and whatnot, you can say, okay, when did this happen? Okay, did this happen after this, after that? Uh, what's going to happen going forward? What about this? Uh, and the, old, the, the thing is, you're going to be able to come to beats. Let the other person talk. You're going to have to hear the person, and that's what a lot of people do, especially at, like, video stores. I remember I was in Best Buy in America, and this guy was just ripping it. He was ripping it to this other individual and he just stood there and say i understand I understand I understand but he kept his cool he was on a very low level and the other guy was at a very 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 high level until that guy ended up just storming out and he accomplished nothing so a simple way to make a first good impression how to criticize and not be hated for it these are some of the other podcasts and other chapters 
that have helped me along this journey. It has been remarkable. I've been I'm just so grateful for being able to pick up this book or find this book probably on iTunes after I found uh, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living because I was just so glued in with Dale Carnegie. And honestly, it just ended up just changing my life. And that's what I'm just so grateful for. If you guys have followed me on this journey, if you guys have followed the blogs, the podcasts, and everything, please, please go to uh, go to thearsenioBuckshow.com. You can find a lot of those. Uh, and, of course, the most recent blog is going to be this one. Please, and I mean please, uh Basically, click on that. You're going to see all the episodes that I talked about today. See if it relates to you, or you can just go on my podcast website, YouTube, whatever, and find some of the things that relate to your life. (sighs) Man, there goes another book, and I love it because I can relate everything so much to my life. You got to – you can't just – You can't just go word by word and talk about chapters and this and that without relating it to your life. And I think I've lived such a crazy, ridiculous life Uh, probably the last four years. It feels like I just started living. But, of course, in Australia, I've dealt with a lot of things. When I first came here to Thailand, went to Japan, Hawaii, all these different places, I've dealt with so many different things. And life has changed completely. So, you guys, what I'm trying to say is experience. You're going to have to experience things. And when you start experiencing a lot of different things in life in terms of traveling, meeting people, meeting people from different cultures, you're going to have a story. And when you can relate that story to especially a presentation or doing this, see, that's when you arrive. Start developing the communication skills, the, the, but the skills and how to basically influence people, shake people's hands, do this, do that. If you can develop that, you're going to become a winner. So, with that being said, people, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this particular book. If you guys have been following me along the way for a very long time, this is the full book review. Again, the blog is available at thearsidiobuckshow.com. If you guys want to listen to, like, the safety valves and, you know, handling complaints and how to interest other people and this and that, it's all on there. So, you can click those podcasts individually and listen directly from my blog. And until then, people, if you guys got any questions, please tune in to, of course, the Arsenio Buck Show and send me a message. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Your host, as always, Arsenio, over and out.